the college experience, Illinois fighting Illini preview 2020 style on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. You're listening to our 2020 college football preview series, where we break down every single division one college football team. Remember when betting on college football, make sure you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus for up to a thousand dollars. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app You'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, Illinois fighting a lion edition 2020. I am joined by my co-host with my co-host, whatever the fuck you want to say, give it up for Patty C in the place to be the former, former James Madison defensive back in the house. Woo. Hi, um. And he's, he's with me. And if you're wondering who the hell am I listening to talking all this gibberish, my name is pick Dundee, AKA the database, AKA Colby Dant. There you go. I feel like I feel better about myself if I go into it as Pick Dundee. You should be. That should be your primary moniker. Well, you know, I got the girl calling me uh, Pick Dundee now. Is that right? Yeah, I'm Pick Dundee. Boom. You know, you that's know? that's how you start. You're rubbing on the booty, and she's calling <laughs> you Pick Dundee. Give it to me, Pick. Talk to me, Pick. <laughs> Life is good, man. <laughs> We're talking a lion eye football, Patty. See, look, when growing up. As a child of the 80s and, and the 90s and really early 90s when I dove into college football, this was a very decent program. Yeah. From the Jeff George to the Johnny Johnson years to the Rocky Harvey years and Kurt Kittner. This was a team that traditionally, I feel like, well, early 90s was somewhere between top 10 and top 30, 35, 40. And then maybe the late 90s was more so like top 15 to the top 50. There you go. I'm taking a look here. 89 finished number 10, 90 finished number 24, 99 finished number 25. And in the meantime, mainly hovered around 500, but 
But, I mean, they're legendary. George Hallis, Dick Butkus. I mean, just so many. Just I, mean, I could go deeper. I'm not going to. But I'm saying. Red Grange. Oh, there we fucking go. Going back. Now, now we're talking. There you go. What was that? A uh, lion eye football, though. Just. The yeah, way- I mean, uh, Chicago. Obviously, Champagne's not Chicago, but that's part of their recruiting base. Probably a big part of it. It's tough Midwest football. The Midway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they just have a good pedigree about them. They need to be good. College football is better when they are good. You know what I mean? Certainly uh, they are. They are a key team of the heartland. Like, all right. I don't know where we stand on this. Iowa is one of those teams. Wisconsin, certainly Indiana. That's a basketball school. Purdue, you know, hit or miss, but Illinois just for some reason, there's something so gritty about them that it feels like they should be a better team. That's what I'm saying. Well, you got Butkus. I mean, even in the late, even in the nineties, they had great linebackers, Kevin Hardy, Dana Howard, Simeon Rice, who played, a, a, I guess like a flex a little bit. He was a linebacker originally moved to D end uh, in the pros. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just had a pedigree for having great defenses, great defensive line. Shoot. I mean, just, uh, just big time names. It's unfortunate that, uh, that, you know, they've kind of been horrible yeah, until have, last year. They have fallen off uh, starting. Um, well, I guess even Zook, how did he get, how did he get canned? Was it, is that a performance-based uh, firing? I mean, I think so, but I mean, like seven and six is last two years. Yeah, you almost want to, the, they haven't they snipped they a winning season since he left. Uh, eight straight losing seasons since he left after two straight winning seasons. I do think he got fired after consecutive seven and six seasons. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. That it shouldn't happen. He had a tough start though, to that tenure, two and nine, two and 10, you know, finished three and nine. They need to go out and they should hire Dick Buckus. I know he's 85 years old, <laughs> but he's still tougher it's just than the anyone name. out there. It's yeah. just the name. Like if, if you're going to be a football player and Dick Buckus tells you like, you better be playing. Yeah. You're going to give it 110%. If I'm, if I'm Dick Butkus as a coach, all I'm doing is just <laughs> bonking players on top of the head. And yeah. It's like three stooges yeah. just hitting them in the head <laughs> until they do it right. <laughs> Dude, this sounds amazing. We should, we should do this, but no, Lovey Smith takes him to a bowl last year while he was on the hot seat. Sure. They still ended the season with a losing record, but in many people's eyes, they surprised and they surprised, you know, and they played well. They, they have some, if you look back at the first off after four seasons outside of the bowl situation, it's nice to get back in. I'm assuming I got this one wrong last year. If you have the over unders from last year. Oh, I got to pull that. I'm up. assuming I got this one wrong because I did not think I thought he would be fired. So I, now as much as I can say that I did have Eastern Michigan beating them. You were way off. You told me that would not happen. <laughs> and and the Golden War Eagles of Eastern Michigan. I stand corrected. Came in and Chris Creighton, my boy, <laughs> came into Champaign and beat them. Something that Wisconsin couldn't do. That's true. Illinois was an interesting team last year. I mean, beating Wisconsin was maybe the biggest shock of the whole season. Um, for, for me, I had Wisconsin winning a bunch of games. Um, in fact, they were one of my locks uh, for eight. Which I hit, mind you, uh, but uh, I like that. But I had them winning like eleven last year, and then when Illinois beat them, that threw a whole whole wrench in my uh, idea. So Illinois is kind of starting to become a team that you have to consider. They went uh, 
We all took the under on four and a half. So we were not big yeah, on well, Luffy. I mean, dude, it makes sense. And I thought I was looking great. Even with them beating Akron and UConn out the gate. Cause that UConn game was actually close. They only beat UConn by eight. Yeah. I thought, uh, Oh, once I lost Eastern Michigan and then the following week with Nebraska, I was like, okay, we're sitting good. Yeah. All if, set. If anything, they were two and four and then the tide started to turn. They rattled off four in a row, including Wisconsin at Purdue home to Rutgers and at Michigan state. Yeah, He saved his job. That was going to be it for him. Uh, if that little trend continued, but I think that, uh, how do you lose to Northwestern? They should have. They should have had. That a, was laying a big egg right there at the end of the season. Last year's Northwestern was trash, but yeah. Patty Fitzgerald can coach. That Wisconsin game saved their save their season because you're right. They were on a four game yeah losing streak. Uh, their only wins up to that point had been shit Akron and Look, shit. He's UConn. announcing regionally if he did not win that game. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. He's bringing in transfers left and right, and uh, look, and, Illinois. Based on this year's schedule, dude, there is a ton of room for optimism. And this goes to the, to the theory that as much as I think, you know, Lovey Smith, I always worried about his offenses with the bears. And I think I worry about the offenses with the Illini. Yeah. Um, I do think we pull the trigger too fast in sports, especially this current era with, you know, Instagram and, 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 and Twitter and all this other shit. Yeah. Bill McCartney, you know, I'm a, I'm a longtime Colorado guy and you know, it took him to, I think year five and six to really get it going and start yeah. Yeah. implementing. And when he got it going, boy, did he get it going? Yeah. You know, um, but it takes time to, so perhaps look in year four, he made a bull. They did have a losing record, but they made a bull. There is a ton of room for optimism. When you evaluate this roster, when you evaluate this schedule, I mean, Let's just go. Let's go. Uh, look, I know that they were 112th in the country in offense last year. That's not good. Yeah. But when you consider that uh, they bring, they have all three of their quarterbacks coming back. They started three different quarterbacks, had, had played four games. I mean, that's. Yeah. And you made a bowl them, game with three quarterbacks. None of them completed above 55%. So um, to say that they're in a good situation from a quarterback standpoint. They're in a, as good a, a situation from a returning quarterback standpoint as a team can be. Only none of them have performed, and that probably is more to, due to the system than it is. Well, I've always worried about the system, even from the Rex Grossman days. But I'm saying that can't be looked upon negatively. They have to be the best under Lovey Smith right now because there's more experience there. Yeah, just. So you got, you got, you got Brandon Peters, the Michigan transfer coming back. Red shirt senior. Yeah. Red shirt senior Isaiah Williams, who was a big time recruit for them. And then you got Matt Robinson who played four games. All, all of these guys started games last year. Yeah. That's encouraging. That's a, that's a nice little QB derby going on in the month leading up to the season here, which hopefully will get started shortly. Dude, they got four starters back on the offensive line and everyone on the offensive line has at least two years of experience together. That's huge. That's not only tons of continuity together, but tons of experience individually. Now I know they struggled in pass protection more so than they were. Their strength was run protection or run blocking, but dude, that's gotta pay dividends, especially with the COVID and all this other stuff going on. And then, you know, okay. They lose Reggie Corbin left early for the NFL draft, even though he went undrafted. Um, They got this run, this recruit Reggie love, right? Three stars by 24 seven sports, four stars by other uh, yeah. publications. 
Either way, supposed to. Well, I can tell you what you're going to look like a four star when you're going behind a a, a proven good run offensive line, yeah. and then when you have the cohesiveness that they have, I I can tell and the schedule. Yeah. Actually, you want to talk college fantasy football? Circle Reggie Love's name as a late round draft pick that might be able to tear it up a little bit. Yeah, coming out of nowhere. Yeah. You're right. Uh, be interested to see. Um, Brandon Peters, despite only throwing for fifty five percent last year. Uh, and only 6.9 yards per attempt, not really chucking the ball down the field does have what I would consider to be a decent touchdown to interception ratio last year, 18 to eight. I feel like he transferred late too, trying to learn the offense late, probably different changes. Sure. Another year, a year, a second year usually yeah. is a big jump. So, uh, I mean, besides love, they also have Mike Epstein, um, who actually had some, some solid performances before in the past. He was injured last year. Receiving core. Now, this is what's interesting about about uh, Lovey is I feel like early on he was trying to recruit his ass off, and I feel like he's been phoning it in recently on on transfers. I feel like every transfer I see, there's like a twenty five percent chance he lands at Illinois. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like when a player announces they're transferring, I'm like, oh, they're going to Illinois. All right. Well, I mean, from a recruiting ranking standpoint, I I haven't fully calculated, and uh, nor do I understand completely how it works, but. 2016, they were 73, 2017, I think was, how long has he been there? This, this is, is year five this year. So e- yeah. each one of these classes would have been his 20, uh, 73 and 2016. Then he jumped up to 46, 54, 53. That's like decent recruiting. Yeah. Right. And then boom, 2020 drops to 88. This, past but I year. think that's cause they brought in like 30 fucking transfers. Yeah, all their, yeah. all their, uh, recruiting is dude uh, last year. Cause I, I don't think it was, I don't think scholarships, was, I should say, I don't, I don't think it was transfers. Two, yeah. I don't think it was two or three years ago. I think it was like, what I noticed is this past year. I feel like, damn, like every person that's transferring is going to Illinois. Yeah. Only 13 enrollees, uh, from a, um, from a recruit standpoint, seven transfers. So that's like, basically a third of the people that are coming in are transfers at this point. And if you look at this offense, the receiving corpse, which looks really good. Yeah. Uh, Joel, you ready to have some, <laughs> yeah. you ready to have some fun? This will be a Colby moment. <laughs> Joel. Let me help you out. Imbaraba he <laughs> uh, Immature baby. I- immature baby. Immature baby. Sounds like every millennial I know. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Jo- Josh, it's Josh, Josh, immature baby. <laughs> this guy's going to listen to us and be like, fuck you guys. Look, I'm sorry, but I don't know how to pronounce your fucking name. I'm bad sure you're baby. great. I call him bad baby. Look, this guy's a stud. He averages, a, uh, I mean, he was a USC transfer, could have been drafted in the NFL, came back to the Eli and I, which I love you for doing that. And I don't mean to fuck up your name, but I can't read for shit. <laughs> All right. And, uh, uh, this dude averages a lot of yards per catch. And then look, they also have a, a Miami hurricane transfer and Brian Hightower love police Academy movies, love Tackleberry love Hightower. <laughs> so that's always good. And then they got this Georgia recruit at, at or this Georgia transfer. This Hightower super, super is a name down in Miami. There's been a lot of Hightower. Well, police Academy five happened in Miami. So <laughs> oh, I feel like go. makes a lot of sense. Hightower <laughs> was just plowing everybody. Um, Yeah. I'm talking about Bubba Smith. The the uh, see how it ties back to football. Always Bubba Smith, former Life great LA Ram, played with Deacon Jones. Um, no one knows what the fuck we're talking about. I know, but but look, Luke Ford. That sounds like an actor. <laughs> uh, Luke Ford, uh, big time recruit of Georgia. 
coming in at tight end for Illinois. I'm telling you, the, when you analyze the receiving core, yeah, there's a fucking ton of talent. Yeah, there's a ton of talent on this. T- at this point, you're not getting recruited to Georgia unless you're an absolute stud. Yeah. Uh, and then, like I said, Miami USC transfers. I mean, this team has talent offensively. Can yeah. they get it going? Perhaps. I don't know. I mean, that had been, uh, I don't know if transfer specifically, but getting, I mean, even under Zook, obviously with the, who was the uh, guy Loxley kind of being his recruiting guru oh, right yeah. there, yeah. getting skill position talent was the thing that elevated them to a Rose bowl. Obviously they got smoked by USC and USC still, still got there. Yeah. You know, so maybe Illinois is finding its approach with these transfers and getting some skill position. And you would think there'd be plenty of skill position talent in the Chicago area to uh, take from. Yeah. But they're getting it from all over the place. It's it's interesting. I mean, and even on the defensive side of the ball, which is Lovey's forte, they haven't been amazing, but you look at this year, there's once again, I think room for optimism. Now, obviously they got to replace defensive line could be an issue. Could be an issue. Defensive line. Um, but the secondary is going to be, I feel like that's lovey's forte. Yeah. I mean, you got this secondary is going to be one of the better in the big 10, I think. And you add in the line, back seven supposed to be pretty, yeah. the whole back seven looks great. It's really, can they solve the defensive line? You know, I'm looking at the recruiting, uh, breakdown here. Lovey has gone Florida all the way. That's where he's going and getting that. Well, he coached stuff. for the Buccaneers for a while. Probably won a super bowl there with his defense. I believe. Yeah. Probably pulling that angle. Probably uh, familiar with that talent, but yeah, I mean, three out of the last five years, the um, most number of recruits you've got, he's gotten a, are from out of Florida. The other two years, I want to say it's second place. Mm. So, well, yeah. I, I can tell you, look at like, I mean, Jake Hansen and uh, and Eifer at linebacker. That's good. You look into the secondary, Sidney Brown and uh, uh, at safety, the corners, Hobbs and Adams, both really good. I think if they can just solve the defensive line issue. And the way the schedule breaks, man. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but the, that's the biggest part of this whole thing. Look, before we get to the the game by game schedule and the and the and the current Vegas win total, they're plus five thousand to win the Big Ten West. And I know this is foolish, but I'm going to suggest to my clients <laughs> sprinkle some, sprinkle some, sprinkle. It's not the craziest thing in the world. Well, we all slept on them last year, and we all missed on them last year. I don't think they're really going to be playing in the big 10 championship. But when you break down the schedule week by week, which we're going to do in about five yeah. minutes, there's, there's a shot. They got a shot. Yeah. They got a legit shot. And we, you know, we need to dig even a little deeper because not only does their schedule set set up really well for them in a vacuum, but we haven't even fully considered, uh, some of the other teams that may be in trap games and, and may be sleeping on them. You know? Oh yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, like when they play them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Illinois schedule alone though, sets up for a very good season. I'd say it's about as nice as you could possibly have it in the big 10. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so they're plus 2,500 to win the big 10. I'm not touching that because they're going to play Ohio state, Penn yeah. state or Michigan. And they're not going to win that. Most likely they're plus 5,000 to win. What? Uh, the big 10 West. That's that's where the money is. I'm telling you, that's yeah. a great play. Yeah, it's a great play. Even though, if you ask me, and 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 I'm sure you're going to find out on this podcast who I have winning the way. It's not going to be Illinois. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I think there's a decent a shot, ton of value there. That there's that they're going to be in that core, like in that 
top two or three by, by about week six, week seven. So why not? Yeah. Why not the, let plus, this team get confident plus a hundred thousand to win the national championship. Patty. So you want to get real crazy on lovey? <laughs> I'm not ready to get that crazy on lovey. <laughs> I love some lovey, but yeah, well, I don't know. The play there is the, I, uh, the big 10 West, just sprinkle a little bit. You'll thank me later. I think when you see this breakdown of the schedule and the Vegas win total, which we will get to put down a hundred dollars. It's that win 5,000. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you got a hundred dollars, just yeah. laying around. Exactly. Cause you think about the big 10 West. Do we want to break this down? We'll wake it down while we're, we... we're going to break it down in a second. We're going to break it down in a second, but first a word from our sponsors. College experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. who was desperate enough to get in on some wagers on the Mari below one marble races. I know I was, we've been without sports so long that I certainly was. But this week we're in for a treat when three of the four major sports are back in action. That's MLB, NBA, and NHL. They've all resumed play. And with no fans in the stands, you better believe we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines over at my bookie. Plus my bookie just brought back the deposit match bonus. You can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll of yours. And the best part is when you roll with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win. They pay. There's a reason why I tell people to visit my bookie. That's because it's the only online sports book that asks the question for you and your friends actually want to put money on like is Giannis and the bucks a lock to make the finals in the East. Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi. Look, it's all great. Cause you're debating your buds but when you can actually throw cash on it, as opposed to just arguing for, 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 for the hell of it, you do this. And my bookie will have this bet for you, but truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action Two lines, prop bets, futures. My bookie's got them all. Trust me. This is the only place you want to be putting money down on this season over at my bookie join today and my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars just enter the promo code sgp when signing up remember at my bookie the terms are simple you bet you win they pay over at mybookie.ag we're also brought to you by DraftKings. the hits literally keep coming from one mma event to the next they grow in excitement and it's in anticipation and UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I mean, who's not going to take advantage of that, right? And it's really easy. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is an easy, easy play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to complete a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Come on. It's a no brainer. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. Don't you worry because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action. Plus, plus. New this year, DraftKings just launched Best Ball Contest for football. If you aren't familiar with Best Ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. 
And uh, yeah, download the app DraftKings now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to take advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action, then you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every single game and gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Look, I'm over on their website right now. I'm looking at this. Um, I got. I got, uh, I'm looking at the Clippers and the Nuggets. Nuggets are five point dogs, right? Nuggets are five point dogs. It's telling you we have the Denver Nuggets at plus three points, which is a minus two point difference from the current line. You should take the underdog according to BetQL. Gotta love this. And they give you a whole chart of why you should do this. This thing is fantastic. Make sure you go over to betql.co. Um, BetQL has sharp data for NBA, M- MLB, NHL. So if you want an inside edge or inside angle on who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. So head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP 20 for 20% off your first subscription over at BetQL. Check them out. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Can't beat that. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that is aceperhead.com backslash SGP. And we're back on the college experience with Patty C and Pick Dundee. In the place to be, we're breaking down the Illinois fighting Illini and Lovey Smith and company doing it. He's doing an underrated job. People are shitting on him. They were shitting on him last year. It comes out of the way. Gets, just give the guy time. He can coach. Give the guy some time. Uh, yet to have a winning season, three and nine, two and 10, four and eight, six and seven. Six and seven, though, got him to a bowl game. Got him to a bowl game. But when you think about going back to. Let's go back to 2002. They have squeaked out that one solid year under Zook at nine and four and two other seven and six seasons. Uh, Was that 19 seasons? They've managed three winning seasons. So it's not like lovey is, I mean, that's just trash. Failing. This program is better than that. They used they to have be. Makovic. They used to have, it's just, they got to get back to those days. Yeah. And lovey's doing what he has to do. He's fighting tooth and nail for every win. And you know, the results, the proof is in the pudding. He, he's turning it around. Well, Vegas says the win totals at five, five games, Patty C. 
Well, like we said, this schedule suggests if they are able to maintain their level of play from last year, that they're going to have a better outlook than that. Well, the first thing they need to do is watch out for a game on September 4th, I believe. Yeah. Friday nighter with the Illinois state Redbirds because the Redbirds are not a bad team at all. They made, they went, uh, they're coming off a 10 and five season where they made the FCS playoffs and lost to North Dakota state nine to three in the FCS quarterfinal. They play North Dakota state better than most teams. Yeah. Keep an eye out on that one. (laughs) Man, I didn't even realize that. That's a, that's a great Illinois state team. It wasn't that long ago. I'm going to try to pull up the year really quick that I believe Illinois state went into Evanston and knocked off Northwestern. Especially when you look at this 10 and five, two of their losses last year were to North Dakota state. So dude, they played at, at Kinnick in in 2015 and they played Iowa pretty well. They're going to give them a test. <laughs> dude, they win like 10 games every year. I'm yeah. looking at, I'm going year by year. This team is good. You you don't think the little brother thing means uh means a lot to Illinois State? I'm sure this is to some extent their Super Bowl. I'm Take, sure. I'm yeah. sure. But I, how this is their hardest out of conference game. Right. <laughs> Sad state of affairs. Believe it or not, their hardest out of conference game is Illinois State, the Redbirds in Champaign on Friday, September 4th. Come on, season. Fuck you, COVID. I want this game. I want to watch this game on Big Ten Network. I want to be watching this. I want that pilot, Patty. You do want that pilot. You got him winning this? I think so. I think so too. Yeah. Give me 24. They're getting better. 24, 18. <laughs> yeah. Illinois state. will give them a little bit. They, they get the game, but they, they, they win the game, but it's, it's a sweat. Then week two, they host Patty C's Yukon Huskies. <laughs> I don't know when they became my Huskies, but sure. I just got a feeling that you got to, that you think this team Edsel's on the right path. To get him back to, glory I would days. have thought they would have been a further along than they are, but I do think that he's, he's, he too is turning around this program. So I'll just say this for you, for you Etzel haters out there in 2017, he was three and nine, right? Yeah. In 2018, I don't think he was as good as he that. was one and 11. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong direction. In Cole. 2019, <laughs> he was two, two and, and 10. 10. Turning it around. He's it's a slow process. Look at lovey. He's the perfect example. Trust Edsel to get it done. <laughs> um, I will say moving to independent. I think they have more room for victory and more chances to yeah, get they're a playing shittier game. teams. That's why um, I got him beating UConn. I it's got him beating Champagne. UConn too. Lo and behold, the line are out to a two and start it's starting to look like the early nineties again. Here. Exactly. And if you listen to me last year, cause their next home game in champagne uh, is against Bowling green. If you listen to me last year, I was under the win total as one of my locks with Bowling green. I think they're horrible. <laughs> look at these scores by Bowling green, by the way. All right. Can I just, I'm going to give you some yeah, of rattle off Bowling green lost. Now somehow they beat Toledo and I believe Toledo's quarterback might've been knocked out for that game. But 52 to nothing to Kansas State. Mm-hmm. 35 7 to Louisiana Tech. 62 to 20 to Kansas <sighs> to Kent State. 52 nothing to Notre Dame. Uh, this one's somewhat close. Central Michigan, 38 20. Somewhat close. Western Michigan, 49 to 10. 
Miami, Ohio, 44 to three, Ohio, 66, 24, Buffalo, 49, seven. In my opinion, I know this team won three games, nine last year. losses by 18 points or more, dude. And this most team, of them by about 40 points. This team was one of the five worst teams in America. They I are believe terrible. That. I believe that Illinois right? finishes their non-conference slate with yet another W. I think uh, that this isn't going to be close going into. I don't think it'll be close either. I think Illinois is going to be looking, feeling yeah. real good yeah. about themselves after three weeks, even though they shouldn't because they had the worst non-conference schedule of any <laughs> team in all of college football. So that's uh, <laughs> true. Uh, they get a bye week, which is perfect. Perfect. Not even necessary. <laughs> Although Shiano Piscataway could be rocking if Shiano gets something going. Hey, I'll say this. At least they have back-to-back away games here. So you get a bye week before back-to-back away games, which is normally a very hard Shiano coming off a game at Ohio state. They'll have just gotten their ass kicked and be demoralized. I got, a, I got the Illini beating Rutgers in Rutgers. I do too. So we got him starting four. I think Levy has earned that W at this point. Four. No, but earned n- that trust, but now here's the back-to-back away game and it's typically at, a death knell uh, yeah. from Colby's studies Yeah, at Nebraska. Nebraska's going to win this game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most likely I got Scott Frost, Frost needs this yeah. one. And yeah. Martinez year three and starting give me Nebraska to win this game. They're four and one. Yeah. Right. Then they're home to Purdue for homecoming. It's going to be a good game. Dude, they could win this. I'm like, I, I, I stole like gun to my head. I'm taking Purdue. <sighs> what did Purdue do last year? They they struggled, but their best receiver was out for the year. Quarterback, new quarterback situation, replacing a ton of the defense. Purdue finished four and eight. Two of their wins by four and two points. Although they had some close losses. Yeah, too. they should have beat Nevada. Should have beaten Indiana. I mean, this is a really overtime loss. I knew Brown was going to take a step back there. They lost everyone on their defense and their quarterback blouse on the, on the Detroit lions. At this point, I would trust Brom. I would coaching standpoint over Illinois, but but you know what? Being home in Champaign after a four and one start. I'm going to take Illinois. I think, I don't know. Hey, you're going to be held to this. I'll say this. I'm taking Purdue. Okay. I'm taking Purdue backing off the, uh, the good vibes here. I'm taking, you Purdue. got him at three and two. I don't know that it's a smart move, but I just feel like the schedule is setting up well enough. Uh, look, they might even beat Nebraska. I know. I know these games are 50, 50 between games. those yeah. two. I bet they get one. I was going to say between Nebraska, Purdue and Minnesota. Cause the next game is Minnesota comes there and I like Minnesota. They got Bateman. They got the stud quarterback. And, but at the same time, Two years ago, when they played in Champagne last, Lovey gave it to PJ Fleck, and that was a bowl team. Boom. They're going to get one of these three. They will get one of those three. There you go. Which would put them at, uh, what, five and two? Yeah, five and two at Wisconsin. And what's the over under? It's five. Five. Yeah. Right there, they're pushing. At Wisconsin, loss. That's a loss. Five and three. Home to Iowa. Probably a loss. I think they can win this. They could win that. I think it's they can win. Not this. unwinnable. I were replacing quarter, the quarterback position. Going through some offseason yeah. turmoil. Uh, I'm taking Iowa. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going Illinois. I'm going Illinois. Interesting. Interesting. Next week they're at Indiana. Well, I didn't realize Indiana was quite so good last I'm year. I'm taking Indiana. Yeah, me too. So what's that? Six and three for me. 
five and four five for and you. Four for me. Home to Ohio State. That's a sh- <laughs> loss. Yeah. <laughs> the question there six is, and can five they keep it for within me. sixty? They're already on my over, right? Yep. Do you have them winning at Northwestern? At Northwestern, obviously the road thing as a factor. Because right now you you don't have them over. The- I have them pushing. Look, I think with the Northwestern game, probably about 50-50 they win that one. What are you taking? I think the money is over. I think that the money... Who are you taking to win this fucking game? You sound like a fucking politician, dude. I don't know who I got to win that game. Jeez. Uh, I think, look, I think Patty Fitzgerald probably turns it around and gets them a lot better. So you're saying they're going five and seven. Probably so, five and seven. But so, But you have to lean one way. If I had to lean one way, I'd take the over. I'm taking Northwestern to win that game as well. I have them going six and six and making a bowl. Boom. Do they get the bowl win and get Lovey's first? I'll say this, man. I'll say this. There is room. You let them win that Nebraska game. Sure. And they come back to Champaign five and oh. Yeah. Then I bet you heavy money. They're beating Purdue. Yeah. Six and oh. And I would be very scared if I'm Minnesota. Yeah. La. Can you imagine a season if they start out seven and zero before playing at Wisconsin? Now Wisconsin will push their shit in, I'm sure. Yeah. But but let's look at they Minnesota. could beat Iowa, Minnesota, Minnesota, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee Tech, Iowa, and BYU to start off the season. Four home games, all four winnable. Road trip to Maryland. That's a, still a home game, <laughs> right? <laughs> then they go at Wisconsin and they host Michigan. So they. They could be coming off back-to-back losses going into a, a lit champagne. Oh, dude, man. that You let them steal really the game of the year that you have to, I think you would agree with, is that Nebraska game. Yeah. If they win that Nebraska game. We're going to figure out who Illinois I is. I mean, dude, best case scenario, I could, I mean, this sounds retarded. Yeah. Because they could lose to Illinois State week one. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying if you look at it, they four, could, four wins definitely to a start. I'm saying you let them beat Nebraska. Yeah. Then I feel like they're taking care of Purdue at home. Yeah. That's six and zero. Oh. Yeah. Minnesota is ca- I, like I don't think that's that ridiculous to sure. think they could beat them. We have a one year sample size to say yeah. that Minnesota is a very good team. So they, you're telling me seven and zero oh, they play at Wisconsin. I don't have them at winning loss. that game by any means. You right? know Wisconsin's going to win seven and one, but there. I think they could beat Iowa in Champaign, especially this Iowa team. Yeah. So you're telling me eight and one <laughs> at Indiana. Sure they can I, win I that. think anything can happen there. Yeah. Right. And then home to Ohio state, they're going to lose. And then at Northwestern, are the, are you're they, telling me this team could go nine and fucking three. What would, no, that would be 10 and two. What is, uh, Oh yeah. 10 and two Minnesota last year squeaked out 10 and two in the regular season out of the clear blue following a, what did they do? A seven and six campaign the year before. Dude. Dude, the potential is almost more that they they hit like seven or eight wins. Yeah, I think it's a very safe than it bet. is to get four or five. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if the Illini go ten and two <laughs> or nine and three? Lovey, even dude, coach even, of the year. even if they lose to to Minnesota They'll or Indiana, lose one of those at least. Bare minimum. Still nine and three is an incredible year, year for the for yeah. the Illini. Yeah. Holy shit! You heard it here, folks. You want to take the over? Patty C though has them going five and seven. I have them six and six. And I think six and six, maybe seven and five. I think it really comes out. And that Northwestern game is about as 50 50 as you can get. If Brandon Peters takes a step forward this year, though, yeah. look out because there's talent there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. Lovey. 
See what happens when you stick to a coach. It's the tide turns. Loyalty, baby. The tide turns, buddy. Now five and seven. Will that get Lovey fired? If you have five straight losing seasons, you should probably get fired. <laughs> Not when you said how many in twenty years? I guess three in the past eighteen. Yeah. Although four of those are Lovey. So pr- prior to Lovey, it had been three of the last. 14. It's still pretty terrible. I think you might give him a six year because you made a bowl game. Gosh. You played Cal in California. It was like pretty much an away game. Yeah. Yeah. I guess your uh, expectation, it's a little bit of an eye test. You know, let's see how they do. Dude, you let them pull an upset against. I mean, can you imagine if they were to upset Ohio State? That won't happen, right? No, it cannot. There's imagine. no way. Right? Yeah, There's no way, right? Actually possible for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. We got the, we're both on the ally and I over. I think that's a solid bet. Yeah. I really think it's a solid bet. Look, even if you don't yeah. like Illinois, I think you put some money on that. Yeah. I would Why not? concur. So you heard it here first. This is the college experience. We're doing all 130 F FBS teams previewing each team, all of them conference USA, Mac, whatever you want. Tell a friend. We would appreciate if you would, uh, share rate review, all that good stuff. We need to let other people know about this. We think we're, we're just as, as good as it. the next college football podcast, if not better We're the best. Um, that's the Ric Flair. I want to hear, but uh, you can follow Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D you can follow the college or I'm sorry, the sports gambling podcast network, which we're still affiliated with on Twitter at the SGP network. And remember the college experience is its own feed. You can download it from iTunes. I mean, just search, just search iTunes, just search whatever platform you use for podcast, the college experience. We are our, our own feed rate review, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Jump on. We're going to be killing it all off season. We're going to be killing it all season. Look, we're in it for the long haul. We're riding with you guys. There we go. Jump on, jump on. He's he's Patty C AKA Rex Grossman. I'm Colby Dan, AKA Lovey Smith. <laughs> We're taking you to the promised land. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.